Hello， 大家好，欢迎来到一定聊天室。今天我们是做的第一期英文的播客，因为有一个非常合适的嘉宾来聊一聊他在美国做投资房的一些经历。呃，匡 ，Hi， 匡，嗯、um, ，Thanks for joining this episode to talk about your experience with the investment property in the United States. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, do you want to give a just brief introduction to 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 say hi to everyone? Sure.、Uh, my name is Kong.、Uh... Research scientist、uh, at work and outside work newbie investor.、Um, I just want to say like I'm I'm still fairly new to real estate.、Um, so、uh, and happy to be here and share whatever I, I I know with you guys. Yeah, sure. So in the in the past few years, I I started working. I also started to look into how to diversify my investment portfolio.、Mm-hmm. So do you wanna do you mind sharing a bit about how what general does your um, um, assets Uh, distribution look like. Um. So right now, uh, it um it's about like uh I guess around forty percent real estate and sixty percent stock. Uh, this number may change over the year. Like maybe I I have like ten percent cash, but、mm-hmm. usually when I have extra cash, I I put them I I put them into real estate if I can. I see, and so. So for me, I haven't really started any like investments、uh, in real estate. So why do you choose this like, around forty percent? That's a significant amount of、yeah. your your assets in real estate. Yeah, well, it it really just come down to personal choice. I think、mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of online resources that compare real estate and stock, and they all have their own pros and cons. But、uh, for me, I.、Uh, I like real estate because、um, of many different reasons. So maybe I can go through a couple. One of them. So one is、uh, one thing.、Uh, the first thing I like about it is that、um, is leverage.、Uh, mean which means that you can apply for financing、uh, for a mortgage to help with your investment, and it's super. It's a really cool idea because once you have mortgage,、um, you can. You you have a way of、um, earning money、uh, with more value than like the the money that you put into. So for concrete example,、uh, let's say you buy a property that values at one million, right? And you for some reason you qualify for a ten percent mortgage.、Um, so you spend one hundred k, but you but you spend one hundred k, but you bought a property that value at one million. And now that if you find a way to make this property works for you, like earn income for some for for some for as an example, suddenly you have a you have like a, an asset that produce value at ten times the money money you put into, and I, I thought that that's a really cool idea, and and applying for mortgage is just like one way to 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 approach leverage in real estate. There are like many different strategy, I. Uh, the other, one other thing I really like is like once you have a property, you could do things like applying for a loan based on that property to take some cash out,、uh, and it it creates a really interesting cycle where you like you invest in one property,、uh, you do some work to increase value, and then you are able to take the money out and reuse that money for the next deal.、Um, I I think that 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 idea is really cool, and it's just really hard to do that in in stock. I haven't heard anybody like apply a mortgage to invest in stock market before, and I don't think buying a、uh, um, lender likes that idea. It's just too risky. Yeah. So that's leverage. And feel feel free to jump in、uh, when I talk. There's just like a long list. Yeah, and and、um, what are the the you mentioned one of the the pros for 
for real estate to have leverage, basically invest in one tenth, or maybe in mm-hmm. reality, it's more close to one fifth or a quarter of the total yeah, yeah. valuation. And then you get four up to five times of the, the assets. So that's a benefit. But what are the downsides compared with like stock or, or other form of investments? Oh yeah, that, I mean, it, it has a lot of downsides too. Um, <laughs> like environment risk, you never know when there's an earthquake, right? Or like tsunami or mm-hmm. tornado. <laughs> but you know, like you, you never know. Uh, so environment and geographical hazard is like a big risk. But uh, like, like city improve themselves, you know, like for example, like flood is quite like a big deal in, uh, in places like Texas. But city, uh, most cities have, have been spending lots of money on building like levy or like flood, flood pre- prevention system. Uh, um, I, for earthquake, you you can do like retrofitting to reduce the risk, but again, it's, it's a pretty big risk. Uh, the other downside is liquidation. It's just it's just not easy to to liquidate, uh, which um, which means to to sell your asset and get cash back if you want to. Uh, it takes a while to sell, but it depends. Right now, the market's really hot. If you if you if you list your your house, you'll be able to sell it. I'm pretty sure it depends a lot on the market. Yeah. So you, you can't really, the, the speed at which you can you can sell your asset and get money back is very, very slow. But it's not a big deal for me. Like, like, that's why I said like it's really a personal choice. Yeah. Uh, the third downside, um, I guess, is just it requires a lot of reading <laughs> and preparation. Um, but it's actually a thing I really like about real estate. If you, when, when, when you buy a property, you just need to read a lot. Um, about the market, about the property, you really need to do your homework. But if you do it well, it really pays off. Um, yes. It's kind so of a downside and plus side at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I love that you bring up the this reading aspect because the reason why actually why I started this, this this conversation is because I'm looking at some investment property opportunities and I realized a lot of good books out there and I start reading some of them. And I also list some of them in the in the show notes for the for the audience. So one of them I happen to look really today is called long distance real estate investing and oh, it basically like talk about yeah, yeah 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 so basically it talks about like why you should look out of state investments so which brings me to the question so like um it, and which states were you primarily invested in are you you live in california right do you invest in california or mostly out of states uh my my first deal is uh is an out of state i invested uh, i did the deal in oregon and that was like our, our first time going into this and yeah, there was a lot of pickup but yeah I, I read that book and we we apply a lot of what uh in that book into that deal and it, it turned out very well yeah um, but uh, to be to be honest i uh now that i i have time to like look back and like reflect on on that i i don't think i i do it again um Unless, uh, maybe because the market right now is just too hot and everything is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, because like doing going out of state is just like a lot of work. We were able, we were lucky to find property and like we don't really have to do much with it even now. But then like, it's just really hard to scale up, which means to buy more at this in the same market because that market is really hot right now. So it's impossible to find something. So you mentioned the the Oregon one. You if you have to revisit, you might not make the same uh, decision today. Mm-hmm. 
So, so why did you make that decision in the first place? Like according to the book, like one of the criteria we look at is the um, rent to price ratio. And I'm sorry, is that one has like great numbers and, mm-hmm. and that's why kind of what motivated you to invest in the first place? Well, it, it was my first deal ever. And what, motiva- what motivated me was really just learning. I, that, that's how I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Still, again, like I'm, a, I'm a very new investor. I've done, done only two deals so far. So whatever I do right now, just for learning. And so that, that's my first deal. So I pick a market where like, I, I feel like I have enough uh, money to go into. It, uh, Portland, Oregon is, is hot, but it's not like insanely competitive compared to Seattle and SF, right? So mm-hmm. it is enough for me to go into. And I know I know the area really well. I went to school in, in Portland State. So I, I know the area inside and out. And we found a really good agent. And I, I, tr- I treated the whole thing just like a learning experience and just didn't care much about number. But we uh, the, but we were lucky because we, we looked really hard and we found a property that like all the, just, all the numbers just check and it, it it was really nice. It, it and is um it has some problem and I would say it's a fixer, but not really a fixer. Mm-hmm. So enough enough problem for us to solve and learn the whole process. You know, buy rehab and renovate and rent out without having to like get too much headache on <laughs> on the whole fixing stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so I know this this might be a lot of uh, uh, overlap with the book. So. If let's say if I want to get into this investment property um, business, so what what should I be looking for as my very first deal? 谢谢各位的观看和收听。以上就是这一期的缩减版。For the full version, please check out the link in the show notes. 在这期的后半部分，我和矿聊到了投资房地产的最重要的第一步是什么 ？Airbnb 会越来越像长租吗 ？LC 怎么保护 landlord？ 感兴趣的观众可以移步李林泽宇点 com 收看后半部分。目前内测期间完整版内容免费订阅，先到先得。链接在下方 show notes 当中，我们下期再见。